Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Game Day Births Not Balls. My name is Micah Burgess. I'm a birth doula in Waco, Texas, and I am here to talk about all things baby, birth, pregnancy, postpartum, relationships, family, all that good stuff uh, that kind of surrounds the childbearing years. Um, And today I'm going to talk a little bit about, I'm kind of piggybacking off of the episode that I did previously. Um, Hopefully you heard it. If you haven't, go back and listen to it because I'm talking a lot about practicals with postpartum care after baby's born um, within the golden hour all the way up to, you know, months in. Um, today I'm going to talk about, cause this does come up quite a bit in our postpartum visits with our clients. And then of course I've experienced because I've had multiple kids and that is when you're having a baby and you already have children. Okay. You already, there's kids at home. And so that can be, that's just different than just having your first. Okay. Cause you have an existing family. You already have something in motion. Okay. So what does that look like when you bring a baby home? So if you have a toddler and you're getting ready to have your second baby, then I'll just go ahead and tell you right up front because it's a big concern of a lot of parents. Um, yes, the toddler still gets all the attention. (laughs) Don't feel guilty about that. Okay. Um, toddlers, dang, you got to focus on them. Like they just, they're needy. They, they really are. And in some respects, you'll find very quickly after you have that second baby, wow, a newborn is so much easier than a toddler. Yes. Yes, they are. And you're going to think back and go, what in the world was I so stressed about with the newborn? All they do is eat and sleep and poop. That's it. That's all they do. Yep. That's all they do. It's just because you were a newbie and now you're not. So Let me go ahead and put your mind at ease. You do not have to feel guilty because you're not spending all this one-on-one time holding your newborn. Hey, when your baby goes to sleep and you have a toddler, go put that baby down. Okay, that's, you got to get some things done probably, or you need to spend time with that toddler. I'll say this, one of the hardest things um, with a toddler, you know, just in terms of training is you have to feed the baby, right? And they don't, toddlers don't always cooperate with that timing. And that's their, I don't know, opportunity to go get into something they're not supposed to get into. Or all of a sudden they throw a tantrum, a temper tantrum on the floor while you're breastfeeding, like every single time they're going to be thrown off. Okay. They, they sense it. They know their life is about to turn upside down. They sense it actually while you're still pregnant and especially towards the end of the pregnancy. I mean, they inherently know, whoa. What's going on? And you may find all of a sudden they started bedwetting again, or they wake up during the night, or they're, why are they throwing a fits? Why are they so clingy? It's because they get it. Something is happening. Something big's happening, and their world's about to change. And now, a word from our sponsors.
So my encouragement is, especially like when you have toddlers, um, you need to start training them with some things before baby gets there. So here's an example of that. Um, I think it's baby three. Um, and my sister actually came up with this idea. Um, and I was having baby number three and she called it, uh, blanket time for the toddlers. And so you put out this big blanket on the floor in the living room, lots of space, and you put a few toys and books or whatever on the blanket. And basically you announce it's blanket time and the toddler is supposed to stay on the blanket for that amount of time. So you start off maybe just sitting with them on the blanket so they see that this is what we're doing. You announce again, it's blanket time, right? And that they're playing here. And if they try to get off, no, we're not going to get off. It's blanket time, okay? So you do this consistently every day. Um, and it's a short amount of time at first. So that by the time baby gets there, the toddler already understands and knows what blanket time means and that we're playing on the blanket and we're staying on the blanket for blanket time. Okay. And you get to decide and choose how you reinforce that, how you teach your toddler that, but I promise you it's going to be way easier to do that before baby gets here. Okay. Uh, what about potty training? Look, if you're going to potty train and you want them to be potty trained before baby comes, they need to be able to like pull their own pants down and go to the bathroom, right? Otherwise, you're still having to get up. You're still having to go help them, even if they know they're about to go to the bathroom, right? So make sure you think through that too, because you don't want them to be potty trained. I'm using air quotes, be potty trained. And, but they still need your assistance because inevitably there's going to be an accident because they couldn't pull their pants down quick enough and you're in the middle of breastfeeding baby. Okay. Y'all get what I'm saying. So try to do some of those things beforehand. Nighttime routine. If, if mama is the one that typically puts baby, uh, the toddler down for nighttime, start making that shift where the loved one is going to start putting the toddler down or you change that routine so that you're not feeling like, wow, not only am I breastfeeding baby and putting baby down now, I'm still putting toddler down. Let's share some of that responsibility. Okay. So when you're talking about, you know, having a toddler at home and now we just brought a baby home, I think there are a few things that would be helpful to do while pregnant to help it go smoother. Once you come home with baby, yes, toddler is going to be clingy. Toddler might you know, take it out on baby and be a little bit too rough or love them so much that they're smothering. I mean, there's just things that you're going to have to figure out as you go. Um, also with babe, uh, the toddler, they need your attention. And so I found for myself that, you know, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, you know, if you start to see a rhythm with newborn, um, wake up at 5.30 a.m., you breastfeed them, they go back to sleep for a couple of more hours, and then, you know, their morning nap, then once they wake up is at, I don't know, I'm throwing numbers out here, 10 a.m., whatever. So at 5.30, you know, if you're all are getting up and got daycare or work or whatever, or it's summertime, my, my suggestion is that first go-round of when newborn is sleeping in the morning, that toddler gets... um not your leftovers, but they get your attention first. Does that make sense? So like it's breakfast, 
newborn is sleeping, it's breakfast time, and you get that toddler in there with you, get them involved, talk, play the music, play the game, eat together. That's not the time to, you know, vacuum or make all those phone calls. I would I would encourage you that if you give your toddler your first efforts, right, and give them that attention and time in the morning first, you're not going to be hearing all day, mommy, 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 because you've been putting them off all day, right? So fill their cup first. I found that that was super, super helpful. Um, so yeah, my big point about toddlers is don't feel guilty that most of your time and energy, thoughts, concerns are still about your first child, your toddler. Yep, <clears throat> that's normal. So just go with it and enjoy the newborn and how easy they seem to feel, right? And you're going to get the connecting time with them. And this newborn is fitting in to this existing family and the flavor that it already has. And this existing family already has a kid. With your firstborn, there wasn't another kid. They were the they were it. They were helping to set the tone and the flavor of your family. Now, baby number two, three, four, they're coming into an existing family that already has their rhythm. Does that make sense? So, what about bringing baby home and you have several kids, multiple kids? So, kids in general thrive on structure. So, whatever life looked like before newborn came home baby number three or four, right? You want the rhythm, the structure to pretty much stay the same as much as possible. Bedtime needs to be the same. Um, Continue for them to go to daycare, even though you're home from work with baby. They thrive on structure. Um, So that to me is the biggest thing um, when you have multiple kids and bring them in because, you know, maybe some, maybe one of them is a toddler, but maybe another one is, you know, seven years old or something. Bring them into the process. Let them experience baby. Let them, you know, sit in the chair and hold baby, you know, and feel like they're contributing or, hey, little Susie, go in my room and peek at baby, see if baby's still asleep and let me know, you know, little things like that. That helps them feel a part of the process and not that newborn baby took over and our lives look totally different, you know, excuse me. With Isaac, baby number four, for me, his life, um, his issues physically, um, all of that, it did kind of change our world. And so, Sometimes you can't help it. I mean, newborn did turn everything upside down because there were medical issues or, you know, whatever. So, you know, you got to roll with that. Not much you can do about that if it does change things out of your control. But the things you can control, I would leave them as much as possible. Um, Older kids, let's say you have bringing home a baby and you have kids that are independent that can fix their own food. Um, They can babysit the younger kids. They are actively a part of the chores. Um, They need to be helping. And I think when you bring a baby home, you need to recover, right? Still, just like you did with your first. And so you want to have that conversation with your older children. Hey, I need you to step up a little bit more. Maybe it is with the chores or maybe it's with the baby. 
you know, um, you can tell that, you know, one of your kids really is a nurturer and they're really good with baby. Great. Let them wear the baby, you know, and walk around and do whatever while you're making dinner. I mean, there's so many different ways your older kids can contribute and help. Maybe it's take the toddler outside to play that game. You know, that that's easy. That's real easy. That's not a hard chore to do. Hey, I'm just asking you to play with the toddler so that I can get this done, you know, or go lay down with the toddler for it's nap time. Maybe that's their new job. And I'm, I'm thinking about during the, the summer, um, you know, when everybody's home and stuff like that. But my point is that when you are bringing a baby home and it is not your first child, you do have to consider the fact that you already have an existing family and you want baby now to fit in with what's already happening. And if you include your children and you consider your children, I mean, life can't just go to hell because a baby came home, right? We still need order. We still need structure. We still need interaction and love. They still need you, right? So maybe you're setting aside special dates with different ones of your kids at different times, or one of them loves to read. Great. We're going to get that time. We're going to get that reading time. Y'all that takes what? 15 minutes. Do it. It's worth it. And then they feel a part. You're not as stressed because you feel pulled in so many different directions. So, you know, building your family should be enjoyable. It is definitely hard. It takes a lot of you, a lot of self sacrifice, right? And, and that's okay. That's okay. But if you'll think through these things and put a priority on how is this going to work with the rest of my family, then I, I do believe it'll be less stressful and more enjoyable for everybody. Hey, thanks for joining me on game day, birds, not balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at my doula Micah. You can also find me on wagodoula.com, wagodoula is on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on roguemedianetwork.com. Thanks for joining us. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.